Welcome to episode 110 of the Couch on Ice podcast. I'm your host, uh, Rylan. You're going to be hearing this episode a little bit later because what do you know? More technical difficulties, more corruptions of our podcast. So fun. Uh, we're going to have like a whole season worth of podcasts that nobody will have ever heard because they keep corrupting on us. But Fingers crossed today, so you guys are going to get two quick little short ones uh, for today is Wednesday, so you'll be getting this Thursday, and you should be getting the other one Saturday, so, or Friday, sorry. Um, so yeah, that'll be super cool. Today, we are going to be talking about some signings, a trade that happened that we already, like I said, mentioned, that we have to bring up again, and then we're going to bring up our mock drafts. Uh, Jordan and I have ours, Chase has part of his, and he's just going to kind of piggyback once we get to the later rounds that people typically don't care about anyways so before we get into the hockey news how about i introduce the other hosts of this podcast throw it over to you jordan how's it going today oh every day's a day every day is busy until i'm heading out friday yeah morning and then i just found out today i thought you were just going for like a boom quick weekend pick up some stuff come on back he, he you're going for a month hey yeah going for a month bit of a visit and then we're gonna drive once she's off work nice nice getting to spend a little extra time in nevada probably wish you'd been moving there instead of her moving here um but maybe that's just me (laughs) canada's a bit nicer than the u.s i gotta admit people wise they're nicer yeah people wise it's nicer i just like the opportunity and anywhere else frankly i like the idea of anywhere else right now i'm kind of in that mood of like no i, I kind of want to just like move to like germany or like belgium or like somewhere i don't know just somewhere like that sounds so fun right now like the best but like i can't i got i got too much here right now <laughs> but uh yeah oh, fuck i actually did do like almost a full round technically i do have my old one. Oh, there we go I was able to have some time to like actually look into this again <laughs> this is all just first fucking look like last year i fucking went deep into that draft man. yeah you did wasn't i wasn't able to go that deep boys Sorry. i didn't go that that deep i got my 32 yeah. players and it stops there this year i couldn't after all the work we've been doing on our armchairs which again we talked about for an hour last episode that you won't hear um but you will be getting more content to that it's just with the draft being tomorrow we figured why not doing it now before rather than after it so we know so we don't know exactly who's picked um but yeah i'll throw it over you real quick chase uh what have you been up to this week kind of didn't really introduce you sleeping can't get enough sleep is all my life man I feel like that. i've said so many times i just want to sleep forever i know what that means but i geez. agree <laughs> i agree um I, I almost want to be able to just wake up randomly just to feel that like amazing experience of sleep of being like, like oh yes i feel rested <laughs> pass out again <laughs> wake up 12 hours later like oh that was immense <laughs> yeah 
Honestly, I, I, I agree. I talk about I talk about wanting to go all all these places and such, but uh, I'll probably just end up napping the whole time when I go visit all these places. So I feel you. I feel you. But uh, do you boys want to jump straight into hockey things? Because there's some news that I found out five minutes ago that's going to be really interesting to talk about. Uh, let's discuss that trade since we've already done it. It shouldn't take as long to talk about this time. Ryan McDonough has been traded to the Nashville Predators for Philippe Myers and Grant Mismash. The Mishmash. Love that guy. Uh, what are your initial thoughts on the trade, Jordan? I think it's a very generous cap dump. <laughs> that's yeah. how I think of it. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. That's a fantastic way to put it. Chase, what are your thoughts? No doubt. Uh, I'm a little shocked that... Uh... They were able to not get picks out of this guy, honestly. I thought somebody would definitely 100% give up a second-round pick for McDonough. Like Ottawa? Um, pretty surprised that. that they never were able to do that. They did get somebody like Myers that they could technically buy out, save money on. but Which will be sweet. Uh, still kind of strange. Uh, they only saved like 600000 k like a grand total of like seven and a half million dollars which was all the reason definitely the best idea for tampa to just shed one full contract lose yep. one player and um somebody we've all seen has taken a step down on just uh speed and probably the rest of his career probably not going to be getting better no it's just sadly how it is but and i love mcdonough i think it's great but yeah i'm just a little shocked man honestly a little shocked that they were able to pull that off and that 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 was the ending trade yeah i i 100 agree like i love the myers acquisition for the buyout purpose of getting a a credit i guess is what cat friendly called it when i read it like four or five days ago when this happened but um yeah like i agree not getting a pick for mcdonough who's just come off three stanley cup final appearances two wins in that like and a key reason they won that second one frankly he was so important last year's uh like like you said he's definitely digressed i'll I'll give you just i'll give you an example just simply because i'm a wings fan like i'd be very okay with giving up not this year's second round pick but easily next year's second round pick like Mm -hmm. if this is the case i'd easily give you a next year's second round pick of i think it's st louis's or something like that like 100 percent, i'd give you that for ryan mcdonough like why why not i i I agree i'm not cap strong for like four years man like i can't even be cap strong for like two or three four years yeah. unless i just start signing like Random a lot shows. of big name guys you know so yeah no i i agree with that um to me the mcdonough stepping down like he's obviously like you said digressed um i think that's natural with age but he's going to be so good in a nashville jersey oh. because why yeah, because it's nashville and he is a defenseman and defensemen in nashville are in marriage made in heaven for some weird unknown yeah, reason, they right. just make these like absurdly good defensemen look better. Um, it's just weird. Um, but yeah, being behind Yossi, Ekholm, and then him. Yeah, like, right. it's not much of a change going from Hedman, Sergachev. Like, it really, yeah, really exactly. isn't. A Norris finalist, you're going from one to another, and you're going from a better defensive player in Ekholm or worse offensive or but yeah i don't know i think it'll be great we'll get lots of minutes you know on special teams I, you mentioned that last podcast that no one will listen to 
I'm going to keep saying that until people get the point that I'm frustrated that like, your videos keep corrupting. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, no, you said it well uh, last time we talked about it with McDonough and how he's going to take up those uh, special team minutes and be yeah, exactly. superb in them. Play that PK. Hey, PK. Um, Maybe even like second power play. Line. They don't have a lot of offensive like, options. I wouldn't hate putting them on your second P at P. With uh, like they got Fabro. You got both. Like they got Alexander Carrier, dog. They just a just a pass. No, 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 no. Not as not as the quarterback. Like I want Carrier still there on that second I, yeah. I want him there to pass. Like McDonough yeah. is so smart. He is so smart, and he's ran a PP for one for a long time before in New York. He did a little bit. He didn't sometimes <laughs> with obviously Tampa. I want him, if I'm Nashville, you got to get some offensive-minded and threats out there. So that's why I want him. I just want him to be a cre- creator. That would be kind of cool. That would be sure. neat, hey? Sure. I want to see players be used in those roles. Like, the way, like, Boston used Chara and as a net front presence is, like, why not? That was why? wild. That was awesome. Like, yeah, use the fact that he's six foot, like, 100 and can screen any goalie, even, like, Goliath himself. Because yeah. he's so tall, like that. Use that. You got guys who are great passers. Put them down on the line more. Who can make those good seem? I think is a good option, especially with Nashville and how their team is formed. Yeah, he's gonna be a beauty in Nashville. Hell yeah. And Louise on on the third pairing is gonna be pretty nasty. It's a good shutdown pair, hey. Um, shall we jump in? But uh, I think we said all we said about the McDonough of it all, and obviously Tampa just getting the full cap relief is gonna be. Able to sign them. Yeah, I thought I heard something about them saying that they might use Myers. Like, they technically could. It's they not could. that expensive if they think they got something in them. Because he is somebody that I was like, why, why is isn't this guy he all of a sudden just the worst? He's has not. to be bought out and stuff. You know, like, it's, it, I'm just rattled by yeah. him. Nashville's hardly playing him. But I'm just confused by the situation. I didn't realize all of a sudden he was just not worth whatever people think he's yeah i agree something he's, like that i think I, he's I, getting harsh road i thought he was a defenseman so i guess i i could be wrong i don't know i guess we'll see if he can get a contract and prove himself i think he's, he's out to prove himself so i'm sure he will and it'll be a cheap himself on a team right yeah it'll be a cheap one-year type deal of like prove yourself on a team next year but like the only reason i think he'll get bought out and like i'm so leaning on that is it's tampa <laughs> who got him and that's two point five oh, yeah. million on a guy who, in their yeah, cap exactly. system, should be making a million dollars, and how they formulate yeah. their teams. So, just team based. But exactly. Hey. Uh, let's jump into some of the signings we had here. Uh, we finished off last podcast that people actually heard. They would have heard us talk about Scott Wedgwood and Fiala and Craig Anderson. So Wedgie. Wedgie. Yeah. Uh, let's jump into. I'm gonna just list. The guys who are unnotable for the most part, uh, mainly AHL guys real quick, because if you want to hear them, here they are. Starting with two guys from the Los Angeles Kings quickly. Matthew Filata um, got a one-year, $7875 million extension. He's a 23-year-old goalie prospect. They also signed uh, Frederick Allard to a one-year, $750K contract, 24-year-old defenseman prospect. And then the Vancouver Canucks did a lot of work in their uh, free agents on the July 1st as they brought back William Lockwood on a one-year 750, a 24-year-old right winger of theirs. Noah Jolson, a one-year 750. 
uh, 25-year-old defenseman, and Jack Rathbone on a two-year 850K AAV, a 23-year-old promising lefty. Um, who looks pretty good. So do you guys have any anything to say about those AHL 2 prospects, I, mean, I guess? I mean, Vancouver did well, especially with that Rathbone one. Yeah, I love that Rathbone contract. I think it's good. Um, but... Might as well just continue with the trend. Let's get to the guys that are way more meaningful on the July 1st of it, at least. Let's go to Brock Besser. Jesus? (laughs) 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 That really threw me. (laughs) You sounded so excited. himself Brock Besser <laughs> Brock Besser signs a three close. year Prince close Pr- yeah Walker. Prince Charming yeah he should play the Prince Charming in the next live action of Shrek 2 um, but <laughs> Brock Besser signed a three year 6.65 million dollar AAV contract with the Vancouver Canucks 24, 25 years old obviously with all the rumors spreading around, it's nice for him to just know he's sticking somewhere, especially after hearing I, he had a tough year, uh, family and just personal wise. So glad to see yeah. he got some good money. Didn't get paid that, all the money. I gotta say it because that is why you listen to our podcast <laughs> because we don't talk about horseshit like getting seven point five million dollar. Oh, taking these qualifying offer sheets or some offer. other crap. Or... Yeah, he's not taking a qualifying offer and walking. Um, like, yeah, the qualifying offer. Like, people started... This, garbage. this guy is just, like, hampering his team. Like, that's not what these NHL players do. This that's isn't the NBA. When it comes to negotiation. Like, yeah, this the isn't the, the NBA. Like, they aren't, they aren't as gone. selfish. <laughs> frankly. Like, you know? I, I, so, like, I genuinely exactly believe... Exactly what we talked about money-wise right yeah absolutely i i think i i think i said long long term for six longer term for six million um but like yeah it's around that i thought so too but then i was like in all reality i also traded him away like that it's been such a weird road for him right yeah it It hasn't been like uh we all know who you are like i don't really know who i don't know it's truly gonna be for the next seven to ten years he know, could so be a consistent 40 goal scorer he could be a consistent 15 goal scorer throughout the league like it's yeah, really yeah, that you just be a 20 goal scorer and you're just yeah. like oh well then another 20 goal scorer bites yeah. the dust and we exactly. don't have a 40 goal scorer you know so Which, or at least a 30 right yeah exactly you should be able to consistently hit that 30 30 range 30 40 range yeah. Oh, but, I like, for yeah, sure. I think he's got to prove it. Like that's the thing. He's in a position where he's got to prove it a little bit more. And yep. he's got. He'll have a good big contract next contract wherever he wants to go if he really doesn't like the situation. And another thing is that this plays well into like Vancouver molding him and molding everybody into where your team's going. Like if yeah. you can get things clicking, maybe not this year, but next year and the year after. Well, I, I think um, they already started to. People will be more inclined to stick around. And obviously the new management, I think, already is. Oh, they look so much happier. more comfortable. Like, it, it doesn't feel as, like, tense in Vancouver. Yeah, Fans yeah. are less tense. Like, the players seem no like shit. there is a direction. 
But yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this team. I'm really excited for the Canucks. I've been excited for them for the past couple of years, but like now they got real direction and proper, hopefully proper leadership, I should say, because they are have not done anything of note yet. Yeah, but uh, the old uh, stock is rising in stock, the Pacific, yeah. LA, and then here yeah. in Vancouver, obviously it's starting to drop mightily with uh, the Miller situation. Um, most likely getting traded. Uh, But, yeah, it just looks like the Pacific's trying to step up a little bit here and kind of making me wonder how you approach the offseason as Calgary and some of these other teams that are in Uh, those dicey spots. Calgary is the most question mark team this offseason, frankly. Yeah, Um, things can really go south for a couple of these teams here on a few decisions. Let's move on, though, uh, as we're a bit rambling on Vancouver. Let's move over to Nick Paul and Tampa Bay real quick here. Uh, He signed a seven-year, $3.15 million extension. Just a wicked deal. AAV. Yeah, uh, $3.15 AAV. Yeah, what a wicked deal um, for him and the team. Not giving him point two zero. (laughs) million dollars number 20 can't even yeah. give it like wow thanks guys <laughs> thanks you better fucking have absolutely zero cap space when i look at cap friendly you sign your full roster like well they did not. they did this past year <laughs> they did this past year they had zero money left um so jordan what are your uh yeah. I mean, you kind of said it, but do you have any yeah, other? Yeah, I said it. I love it. I think it's a fantastic deal for both him and the team. Yeah, I'm happy he got his $3 million. He really deserved, he showed he deserved it in this playoffs. Like, he was, we were talking after a trade deadline. Oh, yeah. he might ask for like $2.5 million to like $3 million. I'm like, I, I was sitting there like, yeah, that's what guys like that should be getting paid. And he proved he could have made more, honestly. But staying yeah. in Tampa... Taking that well, little last key on the team and the years, obviously, is great. Yeah, so. like something you said uh, last time was, uh, what if this guy turns into, like, the next Kalorn? You know, like, you're oh, just yeah. paying him 3.2. Oh, yeah, that, that <laughs> thing <laughs> I said on that podcast that uh, corrupted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it might have been that one. Might have been that one. one. I'm pretty one. sure it was. Um, of course, yeah. all my okay, good points. I'm here for you. Thanks, I'm here man. For you. <laughs> Lifting me up because I totally forgot I said that, and I agree with myself. He could be another. And I agree with myself. Um, but yeah, me. super dope, Nick Paul and the Lightning. Uh, but let's move on to July fifth signings. A couple of depth guys mainly, but Julian Gauthier signing a one-year 800k extension. The man who can't shoot, staying in New York. Uh, hopefully, he'll figure it out. <laughs> He is one of the worst shots in the NHL. Like, he's such a good hockey player. Like, I don't want to discredit him anyway. It's just a shot. It's like, wow, you really just did not work on that in junior because you were bigger, hey? <laughs> like, you were just so much bigger than kids, so you just were in front shoveling the puck in. Worked. It worked. I like him, but <laughs> he should probably fix that. Uh, but, yeah. Good chance there. Uh, next one, Colorado extending Andrew Cogliano to a one-year, $1.25 million AAV. Um, the key Cogs. Yeah, the Cogs. Cogliano. Interesting oh, to me. I, I, I'm not... It's not that interesting, but it is to me. Like, it's not that much money. But it... I don't know. I'm fine with it, obviously. Yeah, well, he was He's getting, good. He, he was, was good. paid some sort of money before, wasn't he? I don't remember if he came off his big payday yet or not by then <laughs> in Colorado. I genuinely cannot remember about 
if it was when. I know it was a couple of years ago he signed like a three million dollar contract with a team. Yeah, I thought like he was at like a somewhat decent penny for some reason there. He was uh, for a bit. I just can't remember if he if it ended before he went to Colorado. I feel like he signed. Oh uh, yeah, deal. no, it was just a million dollar yeah, contract that's what I thought. with the Sharks, I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, it was the three mil before that. For yeah, it was the it was before that. that. So. Yeah, no, at one point two five, fair. Like he got a Stanley Cup, he helped them there, um, got paid for. Oh it. yeah, sorry. That's cool. Um, just the only thing I have on this is I wonder how much Kubel is gonna get, or if Kubel is not mm-hmm. in the question now, or something like that. Like yeah. Gage Cogs, the over league men contract sort of thing, and or over a million dollars, and Kubel maybe walks and tries to yeah. find two or something like that somewhere else. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. kind of. Because, yeah, there's obviously only going to be so much money. They do have big ticket guys. They're going to have to pay up and get kind of hamstrung because yeah, of it. they are. Uh, interesting to think about that. Maybe we'll dive deeper next pod into that. Uh, but moving on, because we got to start zooming so we can get into our actual mock drafts zooming. here. Uh, we got three more players to talk about. We got one in Pittsburgh here. Casey DeSmith signs a two-year, $1.8 million AAV extension. Um, yeah, I don't love I hate this so much right now <laughs> like I nothing against Casey to Smith but like this takes away the fact we're not getting Flurry anymore like we're not getting Marc-Andre Flurry, and I'm so so pissed off frankly yeah, <laughs> like I had my heart sad. set like Flurry's our goalie next year our backup goalie him and Jari are gonna take us to the to the promised lands and now yeah, I really thought that was going to happen. I had it in my GMs because, like, why the hell not? He could. I, I thought he would be okay with two point like three four, and you know, finding a way to get him in under that, or you I know, think I put him cheaper. Three. But, yeah, I, I think I he'd put be him okay cheap. with that. Like, fuck, Jari only makes three and a half mil. Um, but yeah, just damn man, like one point eight. Like, I do not hate. I don't hate him as a contract in a sense because of the fact that I. Do think he proved he proved to me that he was a decent goalie. Like he's I a backup. He's a backup. There, like he looked like he was just gonna falter his way out of the league the last couple of years to me. But he really came strong and showed up pretty decently. And yeah, um, I feel you. I kind of have the same reaction when I first yeah. heard it. It's like, damn, fuck it. Hextall loves him like clear as day now. Like I, I couldn't tell before, but like it's so evident that Hextall thinks there's a real goalie there, and like mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm ready to be proven wrong. Like he's thirty. We've seen crazier stuff happen with thirty-year-old goalies. Like, and he's not bad. It's just he's not flower, frankly. Like that's that's my upset. I'm so disappointed that he's not flower, because this mm-hmm. was our like redemption arc with with Mark Andre. Like to bring him home. He can retire as a penguin because he loved it here. We loved having him. Bring the gang back for like maybe one more year, minus probably Malkin. Um, but I don't know. I just thought it would be cool, and that's the best cheap backup Pittsburgh could have got was Mark Andre. Yeah. So I'm ready to move off of this. I'm starting to get sad. Yeah, word up. Uh, let's go to the Minnesota Wilds. They signed Jacob Middleton to a three-year, $2.45 million AAV extension. Uh, nice contract. Nice contract for Middleton. Love I did that. not predict him getting this much. I'm glad I hadn't offered him to a team anywhere yet because I hadn't decided what I was doing with him. 
so I can just plug yeah, like, this into Minnesota. But yeah, like I was thinking, he was gonna get like up to fucking could get three to four million dollars on like a pretty long term deal. Is what I was thinking because he just looks like a perfect Shut down. just side guy, just awesome guy to have um, yeah. on the ice, basically. Uh, oh yeah, kind of. Obviously, it's Minnesota Wild, so they're literally only offering everybody three-year contracts yeah. <laughs> at the cheapest they can get them. And yeah. That's what they're doing. What they did here, two, good, good four, four, five, like good yeah, plan. that's nice. Yeah. Especially for the age, man. Like this guy's twenty-six. Let's bring him all the way to like twenty-nine, thirty. Like that's a fucking shit time for him. Like in a sense, he could play fucking awesome and just this and just. Wow, doing this for 2.45 mil, hey, like, what a good time. So, Although I wonder, like, I look at this Minnesota team, man, like, they gotta just love it there. Like, they must be, like, the most exciting team to play on that isn't, like, an hey, official contender. He did say this was the most fun he's ever had playing in the NHL. I hear that a lot about Dean Evanson. A lot of people love playing under him, like, so much, right? Like, he makes some decisions that you can question, but, like, his motivation clearly is there, which is really cool. And that's what you need from coaches in the NHL. Um, yeah, he is the definition of the other side of the game. You know, when it comes yeah. to, like, everybody thinks about points and stuff like that, he is the definition of the other side of the game yeah, to man. me, I guess. And that's why I feel like he could be worth so much, but... What a steal. What if he's so good they just like trade away are able to trade away Brody and get that like yeah, exactly. six million bucks? That'd go such a long way. But yeah, super interesting stuff in Minnesota. But let's finish off on the most interesting player to get an extension, not because of who he is, just I I had him so on a long term deal because I was like Columbus man. They just get sign all their superstars, their best players to long term deals. So they're got a future <laughs> and yeah i'm yeah, yeah, yeah. signing a three-year 2.6 million aav extension with the blue jackets he's a 21 year old defenseman he's played a lot in the league already played a handful of games in chicago before he was traded with the seth jones trade i am Lee led led the chicago blackhawks yeah. defense in points there we go in his rookie um, year or some shit yeah. like that it was he I am super, super high on this guy. I have been since he's been drafted. Uh, he was a London Knights prospect and no literally tore up the OHL. I mean, yeah. it was One so... One of the coolest names. Yeah, so I love this. This is a great contract for both. It's a good prove it. Like, officially prove you're a superstar kind of thing. Prove you're our next Seth Jones. And yeah, I Once love again... It. Couldn't give couldn't give him a hundred thousand dollars. Guy's number is twenty seven, and you give him two point six. Like just a bunch of pricks out there. Right? <laughs> They're the worst kind of bastards. Yeah, goddamn you, um, Catalina. <laughs> Get your shit together. But no, what a good deal. He's a great player. I got nothing but good things to say. Is there anything to add about Boquist himself? No, just stick hard because he's right-handed D-man, you know? Yeah, that, I, I'm honestly, like, that's a big reason. I think he might be, uh, hot take, I think he'll be better than Seth Jones will ever do at Chicago. I think Boquist will be better at Columbus. I think, assume, I'm, I'm going to assume this, but, like, Boquist and Zmorensky will be a way better pairing than yes. Seth Jones. And I agree. 
I think I think he'll even be a better Blue Jacket than jo- be. Jones. I think he'll be a better Blue Jacket than Seth Jones. And there was a year where we talked Norris. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not saying that Boquist is going to be better than Seth Jones, but I, I think that's, a, that's a tough one to pencil out. But I do think that line will work enormously better. That's for sure. And, yeah, I don't know. Seth Jones still so good. He really turned it around, man. That started the season. He's good. No, no, no. I'm not discrediting <laughs> Seth Jones. By the way, yeah, I should preference that. I'm not saying like, oh, Seth Jones is so bad that this Boquist guy's gonna be there. I'm saying Boquist is so good. He's going to surpass Seth Jones. I think he's that good. He's one of my yeah. most. If there is, if we're picking twenty-two and under defensemen who have already been drafted and to the NHL, so not including yeah, the two nice. this year, he's probably top three easily. Yeah, I do remember he was talking about giving him like a Sammy Gerard contract. Like yeah. that's not a bad idea. That's like, what that I wanted really long term. I wanted a long term deal and cheaper because this team. I looked at Columbus, I looked at what they have and what they're drafting potentially in the future and prospects they got coming up. They could be good in two years, like really good, like a top five team in the East good. Um, so I'm, I was really looking at like, okay, I want three years, two years of Boquist on an insanely good deal. So it was like five and a half million or something for like seven years they put. I think that's why I gave them. Yeah, exactly, because then you can just nab some prime, prime years that are like 25, mm-hmm. 26, 27, like Good years, a decent ticket. Good contract, yeah, so that's where my mind went, but yeah, love him. Word up. But what do we got next? Let's jump into mock draft, boys. Let's yeah, start. All right, everyone, welcome back. Uh, it'll be two seconds for you guys, uh, and it'll be like a couple, a minute or two for us, not too long. Uh, we're gonna jump. Feels like a lifetime. A lifetime for us. Um, but we're gonna jump straight into our 2022 mock drafts. Uh, we're gonna start it off. I think we'll go Jordan, myself, and then Chase can finish. Um, if that works for you boys. Cool. Uh, I will throw it to you, Jordan. Montreal, the number one overall pick. Who do you have them taking? Yeah, I'm. I'm going the right way, Shane Wright. Hey. Um, pun intended, I ensue. Um, to the Canadians, eh? Eh? <laughs> yeah, I, I think, I agree. I'm just going to double down on that. Shane Wright, I think, will be picked. He was a consensus pick for, like, three years in a row. And then, until, like, the past, like, two, three months, Slavkovsky's kind of came over. And, like, I love Slavkovsky. Yeah, no slouch to Slavkovsky. Just Wright is something special. Yeah, Wright's right. a center, I'll, man. I'll a, Wright's an intelligent center. I try to put it in a way that I was trying to tell my bro. Um, the fact that, like, there's any obscure reason or anything that Slavkovsky's ahead of Bright, like, think about how that would have to play out. Like, that, that would have to be Ovechkin. Slavkovsky yeah. would have to be Ovechkin. Because like, he's not a center. Take a, who's not taking a centerman when you build everybody's team is built off of how good these centermen can play center. Yes. And then wingers are other centermen that aren't those centermen, basically. Yeah. Other than, like, the few Slavkovsky, Patrick Kane, OB. Like, there's still lots of, like, Tarasenko. Like, there's lots of wingers in all reality. Oh, yeah. Um, hell, David Perron, I think, was a centerman when he came up. Uh, but Shane Wright as a right-handed centerman. Like, like it just, that just blows the my mind that, like, that guy could be not the first pick here. In the situation when his contention 
is a left-handed winger. Yeah. Like, like a forward. Like, what do you... How I many agree. fucking left-handed forwards do we have in the league? All of them. All of them. Fucking, look, like, fucking Kucherov plays the right side because he plays with other left-handed fucking players <laughs> yeah. like, on the wing. Like, it's just... Or because he plays with Pilot and stuff like that. Like, it's... Yeah, yeah, so it, it's yeah you're 100% right. So, uh, obviously, I'm saying right because, like, that... Yeah. It doesn't even make sense if it wasn't. Yeah, I, I 100% um, agree. I, and also just to cherry on top with it, with Montreal being the team who has the first overall pick, what do they need? Someone to play center with Suzuki. So why won't you draft that first overall? Seems yeah, logical. I, I, I love reality. Yeah, and now I love Slavkovsky, and I'm going to throw it to Jordan because I assume it's going right back to that player. Um, so I'll just throw it to you, and we'll talk about That's how great this, this kid is. Yeah, I agree. He's two for me. Um, what yep. do you have to say about him first, Jordan? Oh, I mean, he's just an unbelievable skater. That's the big thing for me, is he's so fucking smart and so agile. For like, a big guy, unbelievably yeah. fast. For a big guy? Yeah, no kidding. He's yeah. huge. Right? Like, he's, he's bigger, but he's just so fast, and he's so agile, and he's He's so such a good skater. Yeah, Ch- Chase, well, you, you got Slavkovsky there, and assuming, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you, definitely. What, yeah, yeah, I didn't. I wasn't. Um, <laughs> he's gonna be the next old Peck Patrick Eliash for this team. Nice. Um, just exactly what they fucking need, man. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. This fits like a glove to me. Slavkovsky to the Devils, yeah. perfect. Though I wouldn't be shocked if they took Nemec, uh, just because. Ooh. I think they wouldn't. I don't think it's a bad idea to stock up on that defense. No, no. Then you can trade high toted defensemen like Hamilton and Severson and Graves or something like yeah. that and get some real shit for it, like the exact type of forward maybe you want or right. whatever, that sort of thing. As in. So it's a kind of interesting. This, this, this draft's going to be interesting. It's going to be. We'll see how people really rated certain guys here like yeah i agree um yeah slavskovsky number two let's move on to our number three then uh jordan what do you got at number three for me number three i've got logan cooley yeah i'll make it easy uh the best skater in the draft i have logan cooley as well there he was contest i had him at two for a very for a good bit of this year actually like he passed savoy and some of these other guys on my list at the start of the year pretty quick and I love this kid. He's so talented. He looks like a really smart, offensive-minded player, creative player. So, um, and Arizona getting a nice, the second best center in the draft would be fantastic. So, what do you got, Chase? Yeah, fully agree with that. Like, um, I hear he's pretty nasty. Yeah, I've seen uh, some pretty stuff good of two-way him. as well. Um, sounds like he's got just as much uh, talent, if not maybe a little bit more dancier and flashier. Might kind of pop off the screen a bit better yeah. than Shane Wright will. Oh, absolutely. Um, he's got that more so. flair over Shane Wright. Oh, and yeah, so. epic, right? Yeah. Just an engine that never stops. Yeah, he's just yeah. the best skater in the draft by a mile. Like, Or I shouldn't say by a mile, but he's really, really, really good. But let's move on to pick number four, Seattle Kraken. What do you got, Jordan? Or I've got Simon Nemec, the right-handed D-man. Yeah, I agree. Chase, what do you got on this? Seattle, you got yeah. you got Simon got Nemec. Nemec as well. Yeah, you want to talk about him? You you are 
probably the most in on this guy on this podcast, probably, hey? Yeah, yeah, I was thinking two for a long time, um, but uh, I was also thinking Cooley there if Zona was good. If Cooley's for there for Zona, I feel it's definitely Yeah, Zona's there, taking but, Cooley uh, to me. Um, Nemec's definitely cute. I think he's just going to be the total all-around defenseman, you know, yeah. smart in every spot and every way he can possibly be and actually impact it and carry a team. Um, I hear Juracek's got a big boomer. He said himself he's got the big old Howie. Yeah. Can't remember what he was oh, saying. I'll, I'll hilarious. talk about <laughs> him in a second here for sure. Don't worry. Uh, but, yeah, no, Nemec's, uh I don't know. I like how he's going to trend, and I think he's kind of a simple two-way sort of guy that fits yep. who they drafted with uh, Baneers last year. I feel I like it's kind of the same same road. I don't know. I've always had Nemec for Seattle for like yeah, the I, last year. I don't know why, <laughs> but that just seems another like fits like a glove, like Cooley and AZ right after we knew they weren't getting number one overall, like just kind of seemed to fit, but uh, let's move on to pick number five. Jordan, what do you got to pick number Yurichek, five? David Yurichek, the other right-handed D-man. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Perfect. The old boomer. Yeah, I'm going to piggyback right off of this because I also have him, and I actually have him is ranked my number one D-man. Uh, I think he has a higher upside than Nemec, a, a potential higher upside. Now, there's a worry mm-hmm. with his skating. There's a big worry with Irojek's skating. Yeah, he's very yeah, slow. That's slowed him down this season. He's a, he's a naturally slow guy, too, but he is so good everywhere else. Like, he's got that big Howie that Chase is talking about. The hardest shot in the draft, for sure. Yeah, um, by a long By a lot. He's big already, and he's filled out, which is nice. He's physical. He's got really good hands for a big guy, which I noticed. That's pretty awesome. Um, yeah. And I, I like, and he's got really good uh, offensive awareness, too, as well as defensively sound. But yeah, like, definitely technically the one thing he has on Nemec is that he has the size and in all reality look at like Victor Hedman and some yes. of these guys that are just big big people. I didn't want to say it but at the game, you know? Yeah, but, I didn't like, want to say it, but I'm glad you did. You're just big. <laughs> you're just harder to play against. You have longer reach, like you're a fucking pain in the ass. So yeah. I can I can see why you're a check to be easily and technically better in the end if yeah, Nemec doesn't it's... like progress as well as it seems. Yeah, you saying Hedman, I was hesitant to say that, but like that's what I think. He was of. just the first guy I could think of that's a big. That's guy the that that's grew the instinct guy I like think his of. His body, in a sense, right? The way he plays is a lot similar too. He, I mean, he probably throws hits better more than Hedman, but Hedman's faster. Is kind of the trade off, but like I just like that two way mindset. He, they think the game the way the same. He has all. So for sure. he's got offense, yeah. and well, he's I like to use Edmund as a comparison for yeah. big uh, young defensemen. Like, yo, realize that in like five, six years, you could be a better skater. Yeah, like Edmund. Like, look at that. Yeah, hey, that's pretty cool. That's exactly that's it. That's why I said than, like it's his it's his worst attribute. But like, I'm not as worried because he's so big and. He'll, he'll learn. 18 years old. <laughs> we, yeah. And, and yeah, Bo, like, Bo Horvat was told, with that skating, you will never play in the NHL when the game was slower. And nobody's saying that about your check. I think we're fine. I think we're fine. Um, let's move on to pick six, Jordan. Pick six, I've got a cutter goche. That's hilarious. The sniper and a power forward body. I'm a big fan. 
Yeah, I yeah, saw somebody had him ranked super high. I was like, God damn, hey, like I, I like him. I think he's a rascal. I think he'd be a great compliment guy. But yeah, I don't know if you need to reach for him this high, especially if you're Columbus. You have another pick. I feel like you could possibly wait, even though that might be bye bye to Chickering. But just to squeeze my note, I said Yoko Kettle. Yeah, I uh, fair enough. I went Cutter as well for the sheer size, and he looks like he might turn into an NHL center. He's one of these weird prospects that, like, has played a lot on the wing, but, like, is projecting as a center. Um, yeah. He, he, uh, he's, he's got all the attributes. He's a great skater as well, and like you said, he's a bigger guy. Yeah, and I think this is a great purely Dubois replacement for that big center um, option. I love him. He's flew so high in these drafts, and like I was hesitant at first, and then I just started like, "What am I kidding myself? This kid is like sick." And I don't say that about mm-hmm. Americans typically, but <laughs> this kid's pretty sick. Yeah, no, I've seen him as high as three, which is why. Yeah, that's that's two nuts. That is two nuts. Like I think that six is is, is a reach, like Chase said, but because yeah. I don't think Columbus can wait for him at twelve because he won't be there in my not a chance he'll be there in my draft. Um, I just wanted to get him for Columbus. Yeah. I like the fit. Yeah. I like the fit there more. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's uh, not bad. He he could definitely bring that extra. It's like how Columbus plays, except they don't have a player like that. Yeah, he's like that player. So I, I, that's I exactly it. Yeah. It fits a position of need, and he's got skill to back it. So. Let's move on, though, to pick seven. We got Ottawa's pick here. Uh, well, for you boys, it's Ottawa. Um, but I'll throw it to you, Jordan. I've got Joachim Kamel. As do I. But not going to Ottawa. Uh, this is Arizona's pick in mine because they traded Chikrin to Ottawa um, nice. for this pick. Nice. So Arizona are taking Joachim Kamel in my eyes. Uh, what do you got here, Chase? Because you just had Kamel beforehand yes i did have Kamel going to the jackets but i stuck with what i was feeling before the old frankie nazar they're not nice. gonna let us have a michigander uh frankie nazar is going to the ottawa tennis Nice. what i got nah that's fair little, that's totally fair a little, um, little shot in the dark little right-handed centerman it, um, they're gonna do something yeah, weird if they have that pick yeah i feel he has a lot of tools and stuff like that i don't know they're they're exactly that ottawa they kind of get these feelings on guys and they, yeah they got these they go light tangles the if there's any team that's gonna go off the board it's ottawa yeah for so. sure yeah. uh no i wouldn't be surprised if it's matt savoy i've been kind of way back wavering back and forth on them with yeah who i'd want them to that's actually fair. take but i think I think they might go to Zara, but uh, I don't know. I'm starting to get the closer it gets. I feel like it's gonna be Savoy or fucking yeah, maybe a Goche or something. Maybe they go that way. Yeah, who um, knows with Ottawa the way they picked Tyler Boucher and the other years and stuff. So we'll yeah, see. exactly. But let's move on to our next one. Detroit Red Wings at eight. Jordan, what do you got? At eight, I've got Savoy going here. Ooh, interesting. Uh, why did you go with Savoy? For Savoy, let me see what I wrote down about Maddie Savoy. I heard he's a brick shit host for being a small guy. Is he? Yes. <laughs> for me, I think 
what I what I see in Savoy, this is the kind of offensive cannon you can build around. Nice. Like this guy can be your offensive, like your firecracker right there. Yeah, I I love the offensive upside. Yeah, yeah I get hey, that. I, honestly, uh, I'm kind of wondering if this one makes me rattled, man. Because like I feel like Savoy, if if he if we pick Savoy, Heiserman like. Yeah, he knows Savoy. I think he sees Savoy in him. And that's what will get me insanely excited. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. Um, you get, what did you, who did you take? I took Jonathan Lekaramaki because he's a right-handed right winger who's super skilled. Yes. I, so did I, dog. Man, so this I, guy, like, like is... I, I talked about how skilled Cooley could be. This guy's, like, something different. A little, this guy's the Kent Johnson of this draft in a way. Like, he's just got that extra... Yeah, little, Actually, a little juice, and they didn't pick Kent Johnson last year because I don't know why. Um, well, I do because they had Vincent. Because uh, Vincent. Um, but yeah, love. I love Jonathan Lecker and Mackey here for this team. They're not gonna yeah, like this. Same. I think he's got the type of awareness and the calm demeanor in his play that I think we just love. Um, yes, and like I said, with the uh, I think another podcast, both. Why wouldn't you take him? He's just a sweet. the exact same thing with Raymond. Like, hook me up, give me yes. more of that cocaine, that right-handed Swedish right-winger. Like, yes, sir. So, but. not far off, not far off. Uh, what do you got, though? Let's move on to pick nine, Jordan. Buffalo. Pick nine, I have Marco Casper. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I get oh, that. Oh, he's been shooting up. I've seen a lot of people have been pretty high, too. Yeah. He's all over the board, all over the first round. I am. I struggle so hard at this point. Like, I'm gonna tell you right now. After Lecker and Mackie, I'm like, fuck. I know like four of the guys are gonna go in the next like eight picks. I don't know the next four yet, and he was one of them and stuff. But I went. Uh, I went a different. I went Mathis Boy because he hasn't been picked yet. And Buffalo just picked the best player, man. Like you're you're sitting there as Buffalo. You don't know who to take. Just take Savoy, who seems like a pretty guaranteed center. They have so many centers, but, like, that's okay. You can trade some away in a few years for some really nice things that you might want. And there's no defenseman I like for Buffalo on this pick, so that's why I went with Savoy. What do you got, Chase? With Matty Savoy going to Buffalo. Savoy Buffalo, um, yeah. Yeah, I didn't think he could drop much further no, because I, I, I have that feeling that he is fucking super fucking good like gonna be super good Braden pointish or something you know like just maybe not known as being the biggest guy and whatever but yeah just a, i agree like i heard he's just a brick shithose not an easy guy to take down he's hard to play against that insane offense is just crazy exploding basically yeah. is from what i'm hearing um <clears throat> Yeah, just excited to see him. And yeah. also, I'm Buffalo. And I have a pick pretty soon. And I feel like I could probably get Connor Geeky yeah. and have a couple boys together. And that is what I do just to fucking tease that shit place. Tease, tease. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, yeah I, I get the Savoy there. And let's move on, though, to pick 10. Anna. Pick 10, one of my favorite names in the draft. I've got Pavel Mintyukov. Nice. Uh, I have a confession about that lad. I forgot about him after ten picks about where I should have put him. 
so I just put him at the 10 picks later. <laughs> He's really late in my draft because I'm like, I'm not, like, I was, like, organizing it beforehand, and the way I organized it was really stupid because if I want to replace everyone, like, shuffle down, like, one position, like, 10 people, I would have yeah, to no, change all 10 people. So, yeah, no, I get that. I like him. He's risen. No, I really, I'm a big fan. I, I see flashes of Eric Carlson. Like, I love the offensive upside. The the reward there in his offensive upside is big. That's nice. Yeah, your guys are going to, like, call me fucking nuts where I put him because I think it too. So, it's okay. Chase, what? Uh, yeah, no, I didn't. I wasn't a big Mint Yukov fan. I just... I just put him high because everybody seems to think he's the next coming of Jesus, apparently. But Yeah, I forgot about him. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I uh, I went with Brad Lambert here. The Finn, you would never guess is a Finn with that name. Um, I think this guy has been so harshly criticized all year. I think he, he was consistent number two overall pick for like two years before this season like i remember jordan you and i were talking about him a little bit like because we play nhl and we create them to be hopefully realistic and we're like oh this guy could be something sick and they just kept falling and falling but he is so smart with the puck and like he sees the game and the way of the ice a little different in a way that i like and i think anaheim could use that winger who can play center a little bit type of guy um, once they move Zegers to a full center, he'll, I, I don't know. I just think him and Zegers could be fun to watch or him and McTavish. Honestly, I'd like to see him and Mace McTavish form a, the duo of Minty Yukov and, uh, and, fucking Drysdale. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That'd be wild. That'd be pretty wild. Yeah, I just I wanted Anaheim, and I was picking defensemen after this, frankly. So. I was picking a forward here, the yep. old with the Ducks. Uh, I went with Cutter. Nice. Sweet old Cutter Goche going to Anaheim. I think he's everything you said about with Columbus, honestly. Like, in no reality, yeah. I think he's perfect for what they need. Like, if there's anybody they need is just some fucking guy with his head cut off running around. <laughs> you can't stop him with a wrecking ball rolling around, right? Yeah, absolutely. He just kind of seems like he's going to turn in. Yeah, he seems like he's going to turn into that type of player, just a real force on the ice. I think he'll turn into a winger. That's why I'm taking him more at 10, Fair. playing with Zegris or McTavish or however that may work out. Yep. Or maybe he plays center and McTavish plays winger. You know, like does. whatever you figure out in the, in the end. But yeah. I think uh, him and Zegris could be, and maybe even Terry could be just uh, one of the grosser lines in the yeah, league. Yeah, that's so, fair. No, uh, yeah. get that. Uh, let's move on, though, to San Jose at pick 11, Jordan. At 11, I've got Lekromaki fallen. Nice. That'd be fucking sweet. Have That'd Eklund be pretty cool, and Lekromaki on your wings and just put any dumb fuck in the middle who can skate. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's be honest. They wouldn't have to do anything but crash the net and win face-offs. Yeah. And honest. skate because they'll be too fast. <laughs> well, let's be honest about how Logan Couture is going to look with that eight million dollar contract in three years. Didn't right? I say him? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, Logan. Oh. I'm just talking about your regular season play, not your playoff play. 
Yeah, man. Fucking um, Logan Couture. You want, you helped me in fantasy several years ago. I was like, this guy's gonna blow up. Just yeah. Oh. Second behind like Crosby and points or something. There he was like two, three years ago in playoff points yeah. before San Jose <laughs> fell fell off a cliff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he was really good. Good times. Good but, times. So uh, who you got? I got Kevin Korshinsky because Korshinsky, buddy. Oh, everyone nice. is just loving this guy. Like oh, like he plays a lot like Bowen Byram or maybe like mix a boning Macar and I'm like I don't know maybe and I just look at San Jose and I'm like you need a lefty and I think he's probably the best available because I forgot about <laughs> I forgot about uh, what's his nuts there the Mitiukov there yeah Mitiukov so but yeah I don't know I, I don't know that just seems to fit maybe it's because he wears like a teal jersey in junior so I'm like ah yeah I mean Put him in San Jose. I think he'll fit in that jersey. So no, no, I just no, kind of no, had him no. there. I went with the other left-handed D-man. That nice. kind of feels like that. I went with Dayton Mayerchuk. Nice. Ooh, uh, I don't know why. I just honestly think he's gonna play in San Jose. Like I, I actually that. see him in the future playing with this team. I have no reason to believe. I have like nothing to back it up other than just like a image in my mind for some reason i'm so uh, glad you and I, I have the same mind with san jose we're like i don't fucking know just a player like who looks good in their jersey like, yeah like uh, <laughs> it's so strange like i like obviously they don't have too much going on for the future on no, defense exactly that's exactly and this guy can really help the power Anywhere, way. Frankly. yeah they yeah, got better so. forwards at least that's where my mind went <laughs> Yeah, and he's pretty skilled and stuff. Like, in a yeah, year or two, he, he could definitely be playing, possibly. He could really bow and fire on this out slightly a little I was, bit. I've been wondering he that could, with him. Uh, yeah, I've been wondering that with him. in a couple of years, so... I don't know. I guess we'll see, but I think it's a good poke. I agree. I do like Kat, uh, Korchinski as well for kind of what they're going for, too, there. I don't think that's too bad. But yeah. Yeah, but I don't let's... know. I've been pretty high on Matejchuk, but I've also been kind of not super sold on him. I've been bouncing him up and down so much lately because the defenseman after after Juracek and Namek is good luck guessing a defenseman like it's a crapshoot for like the next five or six. Oh, there's men. so many. I've there's so many, many random guys. And stuff. I thought I was gonna. I was like, man, I think I'm dropping play it forwards too yeah. much because I want all these random demon i don't know why i i get that i get that <laughs> second round's gonna be fun this year um but let's move on to pick number 12 columbus's second pick what do you got jordan another one of my favorite names i've got mcgrorty nice i like this dude he keeps falling in my draft McGrorty. Like, like, like what a sweet name rutger rutger man he looks decent. Like, where did that come from in 1903 or what like it's these U.S. players with these weird names, man. Like, yeah. these woke parents, like, naming their kid, like, cement and, like, desk and shit nowadays. <laughs> Running out of names. Dude, I know somebody, well, I don't know them, but I know somebody is named Rope. <laughs> no. R-O-P-E. Rope. Is he Finnish and play for Dallas? <laughs> straight out of Saskatchewan, buddy. That's weird. <laughs> that's okay. That's weird. It is not rope. It is rope. It is rope. <laughs> I, I think it. I think oh. that's the guy from Dallas you're talking about. But okay. <laughs> no, this is a real person. That's insane. This. Rope. 
was his parents like hit have an injury to the head? I would I would hope so. All right. Well, let's get into some. Uh, well, I guess we are in pick twelve. I'm gonna list a name that isn't weird. A very white name, Ryan Chelsea. Um, I picked. Yeah, I I picked him higher. I've been liking this guy all year. I like his. He's the one of the only right-handed defensive defensemen in this draft. I found, or at least reliable defensemen. And I look at Columbus, and I'm like, if you can get that D-man to fit in your top four, like I think it should. Like, we already talked about Boquist and Marinsky. Now just anyone and him. It'll probably be like Jake Bean or something. But, like, I don't know. I really mm-hmm. like him. I think he's going to be a good second, fourth, like a second line. Okay. Defensive yeah, I think Columbus is going to just absolutely fold over the whole forward group and use this young, uh, these young guys they have. Maybe keep Pork and Strand, like, out of all of these guys, uh, like even Taxi, like, oh, I don't even know if Fowdy will be around. Maybe they'll keep Fowdy. Yeah, they'll probably keep Fowdy. But I got uh, Lambert. I took Camel, and I'm yeah, taking Lambert. Straight up going to the finish way with Yarmo Kekalainen. And I know it's all like, yeah, that'll never happen. Cause <laughs> it won't, because he'll go to Arizona, because they're going to trade for Chikrin, apparently. Yeah. Um, like, we've been, like, the team that held up Chikrin getting traded at the deadline, probably going to go stab at him. I, I just think they don't want to give up that sixth pick. And I think they have reasons to not give up that sixth pick. Right. I agree. Um, they're they interesting. also have so many prospects and so many players that they could give Arizona a couple guys and this 12th pick. And yeah, Arizona I agree. will still be happy as shit. I think so, too. They got so many prospects, like you said. And I just didn't make a trade with it because I didn't know what to do with Columbus because I didn't want to bring in any more players. You said it best. They have too many players right now in the NHL. They got 14 forwards and like 8 D-men who are legit NHL ready and should be playing 82 games a season if healthy. Um, yeah, talk about trying to make a team going into training camp, eh? Oh, it's gonna, I think that might be the hardest team to make. Honestly. Just with lack of available positions as a rookie. Like, yeah, these guys are good that aren't getting playing time. <laughs> that Brendan yeah. Gaunts is insane. Yeah, dude. And he's I like their seventeenth forward. <laughs> dude, I saw somebody sign fucking Emil Benstrom for like one point six mil for like two years. It's like, dude, a guy hasn't even played. Like, I, I, I agree with you, but like, how do you? You yep. can't do that. I agree. Don't do that. Like, I agree. Doesn't even deserve a million dollars. He has no track record. Like, it's just like fuck that. Super weird. Super weird. But uh, let's jump back to this draft. Go to the pick 13. thirteen. New York Islanders, Jordan. Brad Lambert. I yes. have him lower than both of you. I have him at thirteen. Yeah. I get that. I've been looking at the Islanders like, oh, they should pick Lambert. He's gonna like fall yeah, to them. I thought that would be a wicked pick for the Islanders. Yeah. Man, in all reality, he's like turning into the Atu Atu Ratti, and they picked him. Yeah, like, exa- so, like, right. Maybe they will just. Bam! That's the that's the combination. Those two guys. That'd be future. sweet, hey. Just, um, being the underdogs, the Finnish underdogs. That'd be dope. Win. I would love it. But in my world, You're on to he's already <laughs> gone in my world. So I picked another great name. More of a surname is the great name, though. Uh, Jimmy Snuggerug. Uh, because he is exactly what Lou Lamorella wants in a player. He's big, 
kind of boring, but it works. Um, he's really good in front of the net. He's just kind of an asshole in front, which suits the Islanders and their style of play. I know they don't have that coach, but they got Lane Lambert, who's been learning under that coach. Don't think they're going to be too, too different of a team in a way. Um, I like Snugger Rogan. He, he might be able to, like, sneak into this roster sooner rather than later because of his size, so I like that. You were hating on me on my Snugger pick fucking way back, talking yeah, about was. putting him in mid-rounds, and now here we are. Here we are. I know, right? Me. <laughs> I know some might call me hockey media. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying whatever I feel like on that given day. <laughs> yeah, nice. That a boy. That a boy. That's what I like to hear. Um, Honestly. I picked Owen Pickering. Yeah. Owen Pickering, the old six foot four D man, just New York Islanders, Adam Pellich and Ryan Pula combined. <laughs> nice. You know, just give me the same defense. Like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> you went with like the same player just on defense. <laughs> just a big <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, there you go. Yeah, um, works, works. Love it, love it. Let's go on to pick. Well, oh. the centermen is hard to pass up for those guys. Like a Casper or Macer, yeah. um, honestly, I think that's kind of hard for those guys to pass up because almost why wouldn't you? Yes, I agree. Sense. Like You're going to have to do something with your fucking centers in the next five years, you know? Yep, yeah, yeah I agree with that. Um, but let's go on to pick 14, Jordan. What do you got for Winnipeg? Manitoba's own Connor Geeky. Cool, I do too. Yeah, I think uh, they're gonna they draft in their backyard. Danilo Yurov. Yeah, Danilo Interesting. Um, I'm just gonna throw in Geeky for half second, then you can bring up your Yurov. Um, I like again. I said Winnipeg could use a. Or I, I think they might also lose Dubois, so they might need a Dubois replacement. So. I like Geeky. He's big. He kind of... And he's really, really offensively talented um, for how big he is. Now, it's his mind that I'm worried about. He doesn't have the best hockey sense, but he's just really gifted. So it's a little bit of a concern, but I don't know. They're drafting... They they had to have had scouts at every single home game. Like, had to have. But with those two guys, Savoy and Geeky, and knowing that anything can happen, like, yeah. Yeah. Although it ruins... Oh, we're talking Winnipeg. I skipped. I see why. Yeah, okay. we're talking Winnipeg. What do you got at Winnipeg yes. 14? Okay, I did not have Europe. I have uh, okay. Snugger Rude. Nice. That's where I have the Snugger Rude. Big old Blake Wheeler. Nice. Next Blake Wheeler. That's cool. what they need. Nice. Honestly. Like it. Let's move on to uh, pick 15. We got your Europe there, but Jordan, what do you got for Vancouver? I have got Korshinsky here. Ooh. Interesting. One with a left. Yeah, hey. I like that. Yeah, it's these. These. I went OEL's well. Try. They're trying to kick OEL out again. Or, yeah, I know. So I, I see things kind of changing quite a bit, and having a Korchinski Hughes ain't probably a bad idea. For, no, definitely not. But, horrible idea. yeah, I don't mind it. I don't mind it, man. Not bad, not bad. I went Marco Casper because how can you not? If you're lo- potentially losing JT Miller, you need someone who can, like, Oh, he's a fantastic leader. Yeah. That's a big, the biggest thing for me is his Marco Casper's leadership is is top notch. Yeah, I I genuinely can't believe I have him dropping this far. Honestly, I was looking at putting him around ten, 
Like, I love this guy. He's going to be the best two-way player in this draft, I think, by a mile. I think he could be, like, a superstar two-way player. Shane Wright? Whoa, what do you mean? Crazy, I know. I think he could be. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I forgot about Shane Wright, but, like, because I always exempt him from everything because I usually exempt the first overall pick because it's the first overall pick. Um, yeah. When I'm yeah. talking well, best. When they turn into, like, Matthews and Connor McDavid and shit like this, it's, like, you kind of just like, yeah, those guys are just those guys. <laughs> yeah. It's... I, I just... I really like Casper. I think Vancouver... He could slide into that team on that third line when they're good and be a, good a real movie. impact. So, like, I'm just... I like the timing for everything. What do you got, Chase, for Van? You got that Denis? Uh, Denis yeah, Europe, I got Denis eh? Europe. I think we'll go... Uh, I think we'll go there. I don't know. It seems like there's like too much of too. a Russian trend now, so I feel kind of dumb with this pick. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. I don't know. I'd go that way. Maybe I'd go with a D-man, though. There's uh, Tristan Lono and, like, a Ryan Chesley, like you mentioned. Two uh, right-handed D-men that I'd think about. Yep. Seamus Casey, maybe as well, but it seems like quite a decent reach. He's, but, yeah, he's you know, starting to fall fast, Lots of people like too. some guys, and some people don't like him, and whatnot, but I don't know, I feel like it's gotta be a forward. The way yeah. they're kind of talking, it seems like they might hold a page, so you might as well have prospects with the wazoo for forwards, right? Yeah, I agree. But, um, let's move on, though, to pick 16, Buffalo. We know what you're picking here, Chase. I've got the snugger rod. you got the snugger rod, nice, nice. Yeah. Yeah, he'd be good on that team. Yeah. Uh, I went with Frank Nazar because I love this guy. And I, I was I sad how far he... Yeah, I started just, like, being sad how far some of these guys started to fall. And I'm like, oh, he needs to go soon. He yeah, it's such soon. a deep first round. Yeah, it's insane. Some yeah. of these guys. So, um, Chase, you got that geeky, hey? Teasing that Hell up. yeah, man. Yeah, man. Savoy and Geeky stay That's together. And they just, like, Buffalo's going to be the greatest team on earth if they could pull something off like this. Like That would be dope. Oh, man. They could even do Camel and Lambert, dude. Like, it's, it's pretty gross options they've got going on here. So, real excited to see what they do. I hope they don't trade any of those picks. I agree. Just create, like, the best tandem the that best. can just be the greatest. Yeah, no, I, fair enough, fair enough. Let's uh, let's move on. Pick seventeen, then let's go Nashville. This 17. is where I have Mete Chuck going. Nice, so do one I. of my favorite players in this draft. Yeah, I got him going there too. Funny enough, I think I just looked Ooh. at Nashville and we were talking about how good some of these like players coming up. We like his timing could be perfect for like when McDonough is like starting to veer out of the team. Yeah, okay. and four year, three, four years from now, or like like Chase said, he might be sooner. Um, but then you could trade someone if you need to. That's to that's always that. a good thing. It's always a good thing. Yeah, if he's pushing your your that that good of three players on that lefty out. So and he, yeah, I like him there. I like Nashville producing good D men too, and he's like someone I want to get good. So I'm like Nashville. <laughs> what do you got, Chase? Uh, I have Rutger McGrody. Nice, nice. Um, kind of sticking with the Nashville sort of theme. I was thinking I should go with like a Casper, um, because he's yeah got that center's capability. Uh, second thought probably would be Casper. They really asked yeah. me who to go for. I'd probably tell him to take Casper. Yep. I'm going with McGrody because I really don't think this team can fail by taking these. Uh, 
bullishy kind of players, players yeah. honestly. It seems to just work for a lot of the times. Like, there's just a lot of good players yep. um, that I find. Greg Smith, Colin Wills. There's like a, rad, a lot of random players they've pulled out of the weeds of just nobody flashy or anything, but just a hard worker sort of thing. So I don't know. Maybe they yep. keep going that road. Fair enough. Um, fair enough. Let's move on to 18 at Dallas, Jordan. I have Ryan Chesley. Nice, nice. Uh, I went with yeah, I the was... exact like type of player just on the left and went Owen Pickering. <laughs> like just a defensive defense. Yeah. Hey, like I was thinking about Chesley. Like I, I don't see why I didn't take him for Dallas, but I took Tristan Leno. Nice. Is who I actually ended up taking. Because he's the same right-handed D-man. Just um, more offensive, he's just probably. a little bit bigger, if I can remember. He's like six foot two, played with Gatineau. Yeah. If I remember correctly, I think he's more of a two-way than Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah, hey, I don't... Yeah, hey. Chesley, sorry. Not Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea is more of a... More of a, more a steady of a defensive. defensive, and I think he's two-way more or less, Tristan. I think he's bigger as well, like I said, but... Yeah, 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 that's fair. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I was just thought that was a decent, decent fit for them. All demon in there, hey. Um, nice, nice. Uh, let's go to nineteen. We got Minnesota's pick in the Fiala trade. This is where I have Frank Nazar the third. Nice, love that. Nice. Oh, that I would be so sick third. if he yes, fell. That third. yeah, that'd be so <laughs> sick if he fell there for them. That'd be amazing. Um, I went Danila Yurov because I looked at it and I'm like, I want the best upside. And I think he probably has the best upside because he has one of the best shots. So, and if you're replacing Fiala, it'd be cool if he'd get someone to score 30 again. So, take the high upside. Who cares if he takes a minute to get here? Kaprizov took a minute and it worked fine. So, uh, what do you got there, Chase? For many. I got Isaac Howard. Nice, nice. I went Isaac Howard here. I thought they kind of stole him. Uh, I thought he would be actually really good for the Kings, honestly. Um, but uh, this just gives Minnesota lots of flexibility on their two picks here. Go jump on a guy like Isaac Howard if he's there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think he'll be awesome. No, Minnesota. I get I, Yeah, that's fair. Um, let's move on to our next team then, Washington. Jordan, what do you got for your team? If there's any team that'll take a rush, and I think it's Washington, so I've got Danila Yurov. Nice. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I like your thinking. If there's any team that's going to take a rush, and they'll take a Russian, they're taking Ivan Marishashenko in my mind because they want someone who's the best upside available, and if he can, like, fight his illness and stuff, like, they might be able to, like, trade him for a ransom I've seen a in lot six of months. saying Washington's taking him. Yeah, so it's I, I think it just fits. Like, he could be fit and back on the ice as soon as, like, six months, for all we know, and, like, be just as good as we remember him playing good hockey, and all of a sudden this guy who's supposed to be an eighth overall pick could drop down to 20, and <laughs> Washington's laughing, so. I'd be laughing to the bank. Yeah. What do you got, Chase? I have Ryan Chesley here for Washington. Nice. Uh, nice. I, I think that was a perfect fit, having him and, like, Oreo and uh, Carlson as your big three for probably quite a while. Um, yeah, I think, it's, I think that's exactly what they need. 
in the next few years, Jensen. They should be able to ride him out maybe for another couple years. Yep. Um, hopefully the Oreo steps in in the next couple years as well. Starts uh, kind of holding that down, and then Chesley can come even a few more years after that and kind of keep the balance of it going. You might have to sign somebody here and there for a few oh, yeah, years. Absolutely. But I think I think that keeps their defense afloat for the right side, I guess, afloat so. for quite a while. Interesting. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, let's move on to pick number 21, Pittsburgh, Jordan. I've got Mr. Isaac Howard. Yeah, so do I. I think if he's there, that's the exact player I want. He's a scoring winger. So I want him to play with Crosby <laughs> and at some point, if possible, and just ride out the last days of Sid would be cool. So. Yeah, I'm literally thinking like if I was Minnesota, I'd probably I should probably take Marco Casper because he's Austrian. So is Marco Rossi. Yeah. Like, why the hell would you do that? So that seems kind of weird, but. I don't know. The draft is like that a lot of the yeah, times. So I got Marco going to Pittsburgh. I and love he's going to be your next Jake Gensel, buddy. Yes, please. It's going to be a real fucking good time. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. That'll make me feel better about DeSmith News if I hear that tomorrow. <laughs> if I hear Marco Casper's name for Pittsburgh, I will jump. Yeah, like I, I realized I like made this whole draft around Marco Casper going <laughs> first to Pittsburgh. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with that. That would be sweet. Because like you guys said, like fuck man, like when Lazar is at seven, like I could see fucking Ottawa taking fucking Casper. Like that would surprise me one bit, but. Yeah, it's so split up. So split up, this draft. But let's move on to the Lindholm trade. Anaheim Ducks, number 22. Jordan. I have Bichelle here. You have who? Oh, Liam Bichelle? Liam Bichelle. Yeah, yeah. okay. I was, uh, like, I was like, who in the fuck is that? I'm like, oh yeah, that guy, that D-man. Yeah, like, that's, he's like a 6'5 left-handed D-man. He looks yeah. no wonder. I think he's Switzerland, right? Or Austrian? One of the two. It's a red flag. Sure, yeah, it's a red and white flag. I know that. I remember seeing yeah, that. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah that's and it's dope. not Canada. And it's not Canada. Well, <laughs> I would hope not with that name. <laughs> I'd be. I. I want to talk to those parents if that's a Canadian name. Um, yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah. I went with. Funny enough, I went with another like a uh, similar first name. I went Liam Ogren. He's got some decent, decent abilities there. He's jumped up in the draft. Could be in the league soon, is what it sounds like. So that'd be dope. So, yeah, just went with that for Anaheim. What do you got, Chase? I have mind blowing pick, Cali Odelius. Nice. Cali Odelius. Cali Odelius. Um, the reason I don't really remember this was a while ago. No, he's <laughs> no, straight up, uh, hopefully he's a replacement to Lindholm. Hampus Lindholm, ah. like, he's also a Swede, um, I don't know, I hear a lot of smart, like, this guy is smart, the exact type like of that. fucking, uh, good smooth skating team, he's not a big guy right now, obviously 18, maybe he'll grow a wee right. bit, who knows, uh, but basically 6 feet. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've heard some pretty good things. I, I think it'd be interesting. Yeah. And the draft always goes so weird compared to what you think. And I don't know. I just thought I'd pick a weird pick with this one no. instead of 
my next pick, which probably would actually be my pick for <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. So let's move on to that pick. St. Louis to 23, Jordan. I have Owen Pickering. Could you imagine that? Nice. St. Louis. Nice. But yeah, that's just exactly the place. Nice, that'd be sweet. Um, I went with uh, Yuri Kulich, Czech centerman, who has some nice two-way game, and I look at him... I'm hoping he can get bigger. He's only 5'11 and, like, 180. I'm looking like, can he be Braden Shen in a couple years, maybe? Like, that'd be cool. Can you replace Braden Shen on this team? So, that's where I went. It's good size, good skating. Just needs to add to his strength, which St. Louis does very well. So. Yeah, so St. Louis, to me, is getting insanely lucky here um, with the two options that I have going next. And... The one that I settle on is Kevin Korchinski going 23 wow. for the St. Nice. Louis Blues. He Just could an follow that. steal. Yeah, he totally um, could, too. It would be him or Matejchuk, or it's that Minty Yukov. One of these, if not two of these three guys, are not going in the top 15 or 16 yeah. like everybody thinks they will. They'll, they'll drop. 100%. Oh, absolutely. I don't know. I just... That's too many good offensive D-man to just be like, yeah, why not? You know, everybody's yeah. bowling Byram and Kale McCarr. Hey, like, yeah, let's exactly. fucking calm down here a bit, boys. Uh, but I think uh, St. Louis has a reason to take a shot in the dark for that type of guy right now. And yeah, that's fair. The way Korchinski is, and in all reality, this first round, like we've said, is pretty fucking loaded. So like, you're deep, almost not, not getting somebody good at this point anyway, so... Yeah, there'll be very few teams, I think, that won't get a good player there. But uh, let's move on to our next one. We got the Minnesota Wild, 24. What do you got, Drew? Nathan Goche. Nice. Nice. Um, I really, yeah, he's an interesting guy. I went with, <clears throat> sorry, I went with Jager Furkus. Um, Perky. I like this kid. I think he's so good, and like he, he's, he's like a bulldog out there, and I love it. And mm-hmm. I think he'll fit Minnesota real nicely. He, he's the type of guy that I think could fit on any line in the NHL when he comes here. He could be a first liner, second liner, third liner, and just kind of like float around. So that'd be super cool if he could do that for Mini. So yeah, that'd be dope. I like them. Yeah, they could use him. I'd they like to use him on that team actually. But I went with a Devon. Pavel Mintyukov. Nice. Uh, they just took uh, who they take Isaac Howard, and now they take Mintyukov to really shore up, wrap it sort up. of, uh, yeah, wrap up the first round. Which yep. I would say the biggest success you could probably get as Isaac Howard's. Been. He's another one of those cutter goche kind of talkabouts yep. where it's just this guy's epic, like yeah. so epic, and it's like holy shit, man, like you know, so. Yeah, I'm real interested to see how this draft ends up working out because I don't not super high on the mid to Yukov. I almost want to just take him out of the first round just to prove a point that like why is everybody just saying this guy's so good? I don't know this guy. I just I don't know why. I just I have no incline on this guy, Fair so enough. I've dropped him quite a bit. No, I get that. Um hey, I forgot about him, so <laughs> don't have to explain <laughs> it to us, or at least to me anyways. But let's move on to pick yeah. twenty five, the Toronto Maple Leafs. This is where I have Jagger Fergus going. I see a lot of people picking him at Toronto there. Um, I like it for them, too. I get that. I just didn't want to be 
I saw Sportsnet did it, and I'm like, it's not happening. There's no way Sportsnet <laughs> in Toronto prediction is happening. Like, not a chance. Like, they're not right about Toronto. <laughs> Nobody is. So, uh, I went Philip Messar. He's the most talented uh, offensive-minded forward available. And that's who Toronto need, because they're just going to do what Pittsburgh did. Uh, hopefully, they're going to do with Matthews and just, okay, random winger, we're going to draft you. You're going to get a chance with Crosby. If you keep up, you might get more games. If you pass him the puck a lot, you'll get a lot more games. And then you turn into a star and we trade you for a second-round pick. I think that's what they're going to do. And they're just going to pick the most talented players, forwards available, if they have first-round picks. So, seems like a... Yeah, hey, that's pretty cool. I like that because uh, another same thing, man. Yeah, that was my awesome. pick here. Like, um, uh, yeah, how do you not take him if he get if he's there? Right handed, uh, like too, honestly, man. like really, how do you not take him if he's there? Yeah, right handed, right winger. You don't have any other so. choice of your Toronto. That's like a dream come true in a sense. I think he I can. He's another guy that seems like he could be in the top ten. Yep, I, I wondered that for a bit at the start of the year. But let's move on to pick... T- or wait, Chase, who did you say? You said Messar. Never mind. I'm talking shit. Uh, number 26, let's go to Montreal. Uh, what do you got, Jordan? Montreal, I have Liam Ogren. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I went Tristan Luna, uh, for Leno here. I like the Quebec link up there. He's starting to fall. I don't know why. Is, I think it's actually I think my theory is these other D-men are rising and he's just the same as he was at the start yeah. of the year I think maybe even a little less so I think Montreal yeah, people maybe feel like they're figuring out the other guys just as much yeah. if not more so so yeah. I, I like this as a sneaky pick for Montreal to get a good right handed D-man and... oh, yeah. so yeah I just roll with uh, Yuri Kulic take uh, the old Czech guy nice. uh, he's got the Yan Masak uh, or Misak, I think they say. Misak, um, but yeah, left-handed centerman. Yeah, I like Don't him. Stop taking centerman, man. Never ever stop taking centerman. Well, <laughs> after Kakaniemi, I don't think Montreal will. Um, let's move on to pick number twenty-seven, Arizona, Jordan. Here's where I have Mister Ivan Mirosnyshenko going. Ooh. Hey, same with me. Nice. Oh yeah, man. Why not? Yeah, I figure Arizona's got lots of picks. Why not take a bold one? Nice. I want Nathan Gosher because I want them to get a big player. So, a big center would be dope. That would be dope. And yeah, how big is this Miroshenko? I'm trying to remember right now. Take a peek here. Uh, I don't even remember. Six foot one, right? Six yeah, one. yeah, he's got some size to him. He's decent size. Six foot one, right handed, man. Like, uh, yeah, that's fair. He's already gone in mind, that's why. <laughs> might be in the war right now so cross your fingers yeah i'm not sure about his health obviously but what you guys got both Miroshenko there chase yeah let's move on then to buffalo at 28 28 i have yuri kulik nice yeah i like him i like him a lot actually Um, yeah i think his stock is rising so i'll be interesting to see it's rising in my books a lot right now um i got root uh rootger mcgrawty I, I, he's Whoa, really, he's really fucking fallen for me. I had him like at twelfth overall. He's pick. all over the board. So he's all over the board. He's got probably one of the best shots in this draft, though. Like he's got a really hard shot. Um, so I like that. I don't know with Buffalo. I just kind of 
taking the best player right now. They have so many picks in this draft, their first round picks. It's just like every yeah, like eight, every eight picks I was picking with Buffalo, it seemed like. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So Yeah, I go with uh Seamus Casey, right handed D nice. man. Uh still got him chilling, so uh yeah, just another stable sort of guy. I think he'd fit right in. They need a little bit more depth on that uh right side there. After taking Savoy and Geeky there, like, yeah. what else? Fair enough. What else do you do? A Florida-born native, you know. But he's a small yeah, little guy. Small little guy. So we'll see what he, what he can turn into. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, let's move on to Edmonton's pick. we got our final four players to talk about here. What do you got, Edmonton, Jordan? I've got Misar. Nice. Nice having him drop that far. That'd be cool. Yeah, a bit of I a mean, drop. I I mean, it's not that far, I guess. It's only like four picks from mine. Yeah, um, like I feel like I dropped him way too much. I I know. There's a, like I, I said that with ten players this draft though, so uh, I dropped yeah, it too exactly. far. I dropped it too far. Um, yeah, no, I went with uh, Pavel Mintyukov. Like I said, I forgot about him. So I just picked him here. It'd be cool if Edmonton could get him. But one of his de- one of his D men are falling. We don't know which one. Yeah, no doubt. Edmonton getting Jagger Ferkus for me. Nice. Obviously, I'd love to see him play with those guys. Uh, yeah. But hopefully, he can turn into like a Zach Hyman with great yeah. offensive ability. Yeah, that'd be yeah. cool. Hey? That'd be sweet. That'd be super, super cool. Let's go on to pick 30 Winnipeg Jets from the Cop trade. I've got Noah Ostland. Nice. Don't know him right now. Not much I know either. Fair enough. I've heard his name a couple times. I'm sure I've read his name, but I've literally read 400 names today, so fuck. Um, <laughs> I got that Leon Bichelle here. I like him. Hey, as a, I like him as a big guy for Winnipeg, so. And I think pick forwards for them earlier, so I'm like, yeah, let's just get a big D-man in there. Late. Yeah, hey. Plus, like we keep saying, D-men are going to drop. One of these decent D-men will fall down here, like whether it's Chelsea... Picker or uh, Chesley Pickering, this guy, um, whoever. So, you got him there too, Chase. Yeah, I nice. also have the B shell there. Um, I'm a little unsure about it. Me too. Uh, I didn't want to pick him almost to be honest, but I like man, this. Winnipeg has quite a few D men where it's like, is there a point to take a high and I guess first round pick here? Like, probably could go forward but yeah i don't know i took him anyways because of the difference he has compared to their other defense yeah it's a much bigger guy if he really comes out then uh you don't feel so bad about maybe logan stanley not being your as good as whoever he's gonna turn into and they got so many d-men i don't know if it's a good idea to go with another d-man but i don't hate it if you're going with this guy yeah Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, let's go to pick 31, Jordan. One I'm really hoping happens, a guy I've been very high on, Luca Del Belbaluz. Yeah, Another one I <laughs> But for good reason, I this guy reminds me, I see flashes of Anthony Sorelli in this guy's game. Yeah, I do too. Nice, I nice, nice. Like a, yeah, a I lower level. Too, son. Like, hell yeah, yeah man. Going to Zona. Let's go. You got him going to Zona? Nice. No, this is Tampa. This is Tampa, buddy. Oh, this is t- Oh, my bad. Yep, my bad. 
You got an X pick Tampa. there. Oh, spoiling wow, your final we... pick in the draft. Way to go, Chase. Come on, man. <laughs> no, um, I agree. I got Luca Del Bell Blues because he's a lesser version of Sorelli, which is yep. totally fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. Sorelli's fucking dope, so. Um, who do you got actually here, Chase? <laughs> What do I have actually for Tampa? Uh, yeah, me. Um, I got that Liam Ogren. Nice, nice Ogren. Yeah. Yeah, I see him up in the first round a lot. So do I. And I feel like he's going to be picked in the first round. So yeah, I do too. Oh, I kind of went with it, but I agree. Um. Jordan, what do you got for your final pick in the first round? Yeah, my first round concludes with Tristan Leno. Nice. That'd be sweet. That would be so fucking sweet. Yeah, I got that Sam Rizel. Rinzel? Sam Rinzel, man. Um, yeah, he's pretty. He looks pretty something decent when I read about him. Here, let me pull him up again. Uh has potential to grow into a top four DMA is a smooth skater with a projectable frame. He's six foot three. So he's a good skater at six foot three. So I like that. Um, that's why I picked him. <laughs> <laughs> Arizona, I don't know. It's just like players. Anyone. Anyone with a pulse will do. Good player. Anyone. Yeah. NHL players, please. Someone who is willing to play in a college arena next year, please. That's why big want. contracts are preferred but not always necessary <laughs> yeah as long as they don't play um but what do you got uh i guess don't you need to ask you you already told us there chase you got yeah luca del bell blues going to we gotta sell seats man in arizona there you know like you got names like that people are people buying buy that jersey jerseys <laughs> oh. Man, he, he's going to cost, like, Arizona so much money just for his name on the back of his jersey. They're not going to pick yeah. him because of how long his name is, and it costs extra yeah, money. Yeah, it costs, costs extra money. Yep. We're going to our, have to give our staff an extra hour of pay for this for the extra six syllables. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, uh, they're just going to pick a just guy who is... Just going to have to give him a nickname and call him Dell or Bell or... Yeah, man. Lose. <laughs> just say like we're call, we're taking your your last three last names off, and we're just calling you Luca. <laughs> yeah, Luca saves us a bit of money, so. No, um, we make like an extra like ten dollars on each shirt. Do that. <laughs> it costs you, you an extra us. eight dollars to put it on those shirts. <laughs> and you know us. We're not the Arizona Coyotes. We're the NHL, and all of our money goes to them. Because, yeah. Like, that's why we're doing this, because yeah. like, we need to make more money. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Get the ticket sales just for the name. Even though well, but quick, they can't afford it. Quick note before we're done this whole draft thing about Tampa Bay, because I kind of skipped over them and screwed them up. But saying it was Liam Ogren is what I picked, but... Obviously, these guys kept their first-round pick for a reason. Like, this year's first-round pick for a reason. There's somebody they're eyeing, and they're, they know they'll get them, I yeah. think. Yeah, well, I mean, so, like we said, there's I, two rounds of good players this year. Yeah, yeah. but just to, I think there's a lot of weight on this year's first round. I think a lot of people really held on to them for good, good reasons. Yeah. yeah. So. 
a lot of uncertainty with this year too with the year of nothing frankly as we're gonna end up calling it in the hockey world um for prospects that is that just half of them did nothing or played 14 games in the ahl and a league they weren't ready to play in um i agree i think this draft could be this draft is either going to be i think one of the best drafts we'll ever see depth wise like where every pick just seems to work out in the league and be a a reliable player or it's just going to be like why didn't these all guys turn out there's 20 guys in the first round that aren't in the nhl after six years why like it's going to be one of those two extremes i feel and it's going to be the no year year as the reason like we've been talking about for since it happened so i'm really intrigued to see how how much it affects their development that year yeah the way i see it is i do agree like you have to look at it how it's going to look in like five to ten years from now like Shane Wright's going to be helping carry Montreal. Yeah. Like, Slavkovsky's going to be playing on the top line with one of those centermen. Um, Cooley's going to be running Arizona. Yeah. Nemec's going to be running Seattle's defense. Philly will have Juracek probably running their defense. Like, those are the types of things I can see happening. Yeah. And that creates a very, very good draft if you have five guys helping run teams integral like parts of your team yeah like exactly really putting the load on these guys so yeah no i think this is gonna be pretty intense man like yeah I agree. like i said Tampa kept this pick for a fucking reason boys like they weren't yeah. giving it up if they or, get you couldn't take it from if them. they get a braden point 2.0 i'm gonna lose it <laughs> i'm gonna lose it <laughs> Marco Casper dropping all the way there. Oh. Just one of these random guys. Maybe Luca Delbel Blues is just that good and they take him or something, you know? Like, yeah. I, I, I like they, him. They so. know. One thing they I know something. Tapper Bay knows, or it's just Steve Eiserman. Yeah, I agree. I 100% agree. But that is all we got for you guys today in our mock drafts and signings and trade throughout the league, I guess. Uh, do you guys have any final notes before I close out this podcast? I got nada. Nada? All right. Well, go follow us on our social media pages then on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at the Couch on Ice. And we will see you guys for tomorrow's episode. You'll hear it if you're listening on the day of release because corruption. All right, boys. (laughs) Have a good day.